What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Baseline Jam Podcast. My name is Out of Sight. My name is Dylan Reese. My man said, this is episode, my name's Out of Sight. Yeah, I messed that one up. Amazing. We're back. This what? is episode 32. Fire. Magic Johnson. Yep, Magic Johnson. Next episode will be Pat Ewing. Hello. How dare you? Mm. Um. How dare you what? reference Pat Ewing before you reference Larry Bird, but that's all right. We're going to let that slide, New York Knicks boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's Saturday night. I don't know why we're doing a podcast on Saturday night. Well, I do know why. Because we're a bunch of winners. <laughs> um, basically, tomorrow is Mother's Day. It is. Happy Mother's Day. Shout out all moms. To all the mothers in the place with style and grace. <laughs> is that how that goes? Um, I'm going away tomorrow. Which is why we're doing this now. Yep. And the... The thing is, I forgot to tell Dylan until around an hour ago. And I texted you and said, yo, can we do the pot early tomorrow and then watch the game together? Because that would make sense. And I said, oh, right. All right. I have a podcast. That I've done for the last 31 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> On Sundays. <laughs> wow. It's all right. We're getting it done. Yes. Should we drop it tomorrow or Monday? Right oh. before the game? It's up to you. I'll let you, make, I'll let you make the call. So we're here, and um, we're here at the we're we're at the conference finals now, Dylan. I know. We started this. This in is October. this is it, dude. This is like this is what I wanted. This is crazy. So there's two um, series, and then we can some random stuff. Uh, otherwise, obviously, beyond the uh, the playoffs that right. we can talk about. Right. Uh, but let's just get right to it. Tomorrow is Cavs Celtics game one in Boston. Yeah, and um, I read something interesting that Brad Stevens spent a lot of time yesterday with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. He says he picked Irving's brain about LeBron and the other four returning Cav players, right? Their strengths and weaknesses. Sounds like that's what he should be doing. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I also wanted to read you something that's going to blow your mind. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Since 1984, <clears throat> every champion in the NBA has had a player who's been a teammate of Shaq. Of all the teams in this year's conference finals, only the Cavs have players that have been teammates of Shaq. <laughs> all right, now that's the third time I heard you read this. Because <laughs> the, se- the the session yeah it got fucked up yeah messed up and we punched it in it sounded like we didn't punch it in but we did so I can't act surprised again but but I'm still just as surprised as I was the first time I heard that and I almost 1984 how is that even real I have no idea so the Cavs are the only team with with one right it's, they have three oh okay that's what I was gonna say LeBron right Kendrick Perkins right and Jeff Green. Ah, so that means they're going to win the championship. Well, it certainly means, uh, you know, if you go by the trends, that's currently 34 years of trend. That's what I like to call a pattern. (laughs) Yeah, playing the numbers. That's crazy, man. It's pretty nuts. That's just super random. I would say that it's random. And that just shows you that Shaq has had a lot of teammates. Yes, yes, it is true. Um, all right, that is a wild stat. Let's get into this matchup. Marcus Morris says, personally, I think I'm the best guy to defend him in the league outside of Kawhi. In the league? Talking about LeBron. Maybe on the Celtics. <laughs> yeah. Why in, in the, the league? Two games guarding LeBron this year. Marcus Morris has given up 12 points to James in 27 possessions. So... um. There's some real – only eight players who guarded James more than once this year gave up more points. And James shot 50% against Morris. All Is right. Marcus Morris a LeBron James stopper? No. I'm going to just break – I'm going to just stop that right now. Uh, <coughs> I think little tidbits like that are, are kind of useless. I think so, too. Because it's it's very situational, right? Like, yeah. Unless he does this over the entire series and, and like, LeBron averages, like – 21 points or something instead of 32, then we'll have a talk. But other than that, I mean. What's the key matchup here for you in this series? 
<laughs> I don't know. LeBron versus everyone. That's obvious. I was thinking that what they're going to do. To me, the key matchup is almost who the Celtics decide to put Al Horford on. Mm-hmm. Is he guarding Kevin Love? Or does he guard LeBron a little bit? Like, what? Horford, Horford could technically put the clamps on K-Love. Yeah. And make this. Well, I don't know if you'd want to do that. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of what Kevin Love does now is sit at the three-point line. Right, but these last few games he's been way more active. But I think if if Horford's on him, that's what he would do to get Horford out of the middle. Right. To just clear up space for LeBron or whoever. Right, but they were doing that versus Indiana and they just didn't but have then again, they, they didn't still, have another score. Then again they would still have Baines to clog it up if they needed to. Right. But I don't know. That's interesting. It's definitely I think it, it also depends if how much Tristan Thompson plays. Because I think that's going that might uh dictate how much Aaron Baines plays. I mean, if Tristan Thompson plays anything like he's been playing, this is going to be a quick series. Yeah. Cuz they're just I just feel like you know, he gave them a lot of trouble during the season, uh, you know, in the past. Right. And it's just a it's a very different kind of matchup to have a a bunch of guys who can switch just like Boston can. Mm-hmm. So if like Cleveland's rolling out of five guys who all can kind of switch, right? It kind of does what Boston was always does, kind of evens it out. Because that's the thing about the Celtics defensively. I mean, Rozier's small, but they just always switch on everything. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of because you have a guy like Horford who can guard anybody. Yeah, and Tristan Thompson's gonna play like that, and then pretty much all their two through fours are just longer, longer wing players, like Jalen Brown, Tatum. I mean, Smart isn't long, but right. he can guard whoever. Uh, Morris is a good defender. Even Ojale is not. Yeah, they liability. all can. They all can guard. I don't know. I really think that the only thing that makes this. Series interesting mm. is because Boston has his home court advantage. Interesting. So if they can get to a a good start on this first two games, yep. Meaning, get one, right? Maybe two. It's gonna be a good series. I think Cavs are winning seven. Seven. So they're gonna have to win in Boston. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna go in six because I don't think they want to get there. I think. Well, I mean, I don't think they want to be. Game I don't think seven. they want to lose at all. I don't think they want to be Game Seven in Boston, though. And if it is, I think they're in more trouble than they want to give themselves credit for. I think Do you the think the Celtics have any legitimate chance of winning this series? Yes. Okay, give me a percentage, zero to a hundred, that they win the whole series. Yeah, like you know. I'm gonna go. Twelve. Twelve percent. On Terry Rozier's back, Terry Rowe? because he's number twelve. What do you? Th- I would say like <laughs> I'm gonna give it like. Now nah, I would literally really go. Yeah. Almost twenty. I was gonna say eighteen. That's what I was gonna say the first time, but I was trying to be funny with Terry Rozier. No, nah, no, nah, that's cool. <laughs> it's like it's very easy right now to think that Cleveland is the team that just swept Toronto, mm-hmm. but. LeBron legitimately wanted to ruin the Raptors. Right. It seemed like it was a vendetta. Mm-hmm. And the Raptors just were like a turtle putting their head back in their shell after the first two games. They just said, I'm done here, and just went and hid. Right? Boston is not going to do that. No. They're going to scrap. They're going to play just as hard as Indiana Boston's did. a lot better than Toronto just for that reason. Right. And they're going to play as hard as Indiana did, and they're better than Indiana. Yeah. Indiana took Cleveland seven games. Now, I don't think Cleveland's going to play as bad as they played versus Indiana. Yeah, like the rest, the supporting cast. Right, so you're going to meet somewhere in the middle. So I think this series could get interesting. 
Yeah. But I also feel like if Cleveland hits Boston with a few early big punches, yeah, this kid could be like five games too. Yeah. Because if Cleveland's going to keep playing as well as they did versus Toronto, and they just kind of knock the wind out of those young guys' sail, mm-hmm. you know, two str- like say they come out tomorrow night, tomorrow, and they win, and then they're up game two at halftime in Boston. It's deflating. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think game one is, is very important for Boston. More I, think Bo- I think Boston's winning tomorrow. They, I think they have to. I think they're going to. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. They're, they're like, scrappy. I'm with you. They're fucking. I, I'm, I think they have a chance. They just get it done somehow. They get it done. LeBron is going to get his. Yeah. But if you got Horford on love. And Love plays the five. Horford's going to be able to switch on everything. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be able to do take out Love. Now, if Thompson plays Horf- and Love swaps over to the four, and Horford's now kind of guarding Thompson and in the paint, but Love now is going to get, a, I think, would have better matchups, right? Yeah. I feel like it, it's beneficial for the Celtics for Horford to guard Love. But I don't know if he will all the time. That's where, like I was saying, if you have yeah. Tristan Thompson playing well, yeah, and Kevin Love's back to the four, I don't think he can play the five here with Al or against Al. Yeah, I just, I just don't think it's a good matchup. Al has been incredible. Yeah, for real, he's so good. He just he does everything right. Everything right. He makes the right play, and he it seems like he never misses any shots. <laughs> That's what we always talk about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. He's like, does Al Horford miss? I don't really know. Yeah, I haven't seen it too much yeah and he, yo he's got to be like the goofiest like best player ever he it's just, it's like he looks like he's, he's about to fall over he's basically like <clears throat> a poor man's tim duncan for real he's just mad fucking it's like it's not ever gonna be like fire no but it's like the big shot he hits even he, he the ca- rebound he the caught, steal he caught this alley-oop the other night or not the other That night, was but, a fire alley But it didn't even look that dope, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, shit, cool. But it wasn't like, oh, my God. Like, even if, like, like Tristan Thompson catches alley-oop sometimes, and you're like, damn, he threw that shit down. And it, oh, like, yeah. looks sexy, you know? Warford shit is just weird, like, at all times. Here's a tidbit about Cleveland. Brian Windhorst and Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted, that once Cleveland season is over, that Cleveland will be cut off from any contact with LeBron, and he will provide no hints on what he wants. Who said that? Woj. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woj and bomb. Windhorst. Woj bomb. Yeah. Damn. That is such a like shitty thing to say right before the conference finals. It's like, all right, guys, let's go give it Does- our all. Play together after this. I don't, don't want to talk, talk to, to you. <laughs> don't talk to me. Fall back. <laughs> That's crazy. Number changed. Do you think this is like one of those things? Like, does LeBron plant that? De- like, is that a is that a seed that's planted in a way to like motivate or to like let y'all know? Or is that like something that leaks? Like, how does a tidbit of information? I don't. Like I that don't. Th- I don't think get to Woj. I don't think because once Woj tweets it, yeah, no, it's real. It's real. This ain't. I don't Saint think Chris Broussard. I don't think anything LeBron does isn't calculated. Exactly. Oh, yeah, he's, he's so like good. Drake, man. Totally. Nothing's by accident. Nothing. Him and Rich Paul and whoever the fuck else. They made sure. Okay, this is gonna come out then. Does he think he's gonna lose? I don't know. Or is he trying to motivate it, his squad? I was gonna say. I think it could be better win. I don't think it's far fetched that they lose. I think I it's think it really easily. It's very easy to think. That's why I'm excited. The Cavs about are this. rolling because they just kicked the Raptors' ass, <laughs> but the Raptors are a bunch of bitch asses. Bro, I told you this. No, no, I know. We've long talked time, about it ad nauseum. Long time. But ago. they, I mean, they put the ha- they threw the hammer on them. But how many, like, how many wins did the Raptors have this year? Fifty-seven. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the Raptors. Hey, uh, you have your best franchise record in yeah. history. Mm-hmm. Your coach wins coach of the year. Well, he hasn't won coach of the year yet. Whatever. Yeah. And he's gonna get and he gets fired. He got fired, bro. What? He got fired. 
They're also the first number one seed in NBA history to get swept prior to the conference finals since the conference format started in 71. So they're the first one seed to get swept so they in win the conference the, finals. So they win the bitch assness award. For real. Number one seed of bitch assness. I mean, the firing of Dwayne Casey is one thing. We'll talk about the Raptors. Does that real make quick. sense to you? To fire him? Yeah. Yes. Here's why. Okay. Here's the thinking. You either blow up the squad and you start anew, or you try and get a new voice. Mm-hmm. The contracts and the guys they have at this point, they're simply not going to get a decent value, especially for Lowry and Abaka. You might be able to move Demar for something. You know, I I said this to my homies who I hoop with. Maybe you want to try and do Demar and a, a few picks and Van Fleet for Kawhi. Is right. that going to happen? No. Yeah. Right. The Spurs are not going to do it, but you could try. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, all those contracts expire in 2020. The Raptors are finally good. The way they're looking at it is, we won 57 games. I know that they really believe in their assistant coach, Nick Nurse, who was like their offensive coordinator this year, which changed their whole offense. So the way they're looking at it is let's stay good the next few years, keep trying to add pieces, hope some of these young guys become even better. If LeBron goes to L.A., yeah, the Sixers and the Celtics are going to be good, but you never know what can happen injury-wise, mm-hmm. and those dudes are not sitting in our head Indian style like LeBron is. Mm-hmm. So they're just pretty much – Ready to be good to above average for the till twenty twenty. So they're just gonna look to be good four seed, totally for the next fucking five years. Not everybody wants to tank, you know. Yeah, get to the playoffs. If LeBron goes to the Lakers or comes leaves the East, which I don't know, he should. Willie, I don't know. He's dominated the Eastern Conference for twelve years now. <laughs> so it will be yeah. kind of crazy for him to leave. Yeah. But it's very possible. And then you got the Celtics. You know, they're very good. But, hey, maybe Kyrie and Hayward comes back and Jason Tatum isn't getting the ball. And all of a sudden, it doesn't work as well as you think it should. And Embiid is hurt. Ben Simmons can't shoot. And you're like, wait a minute. Maybe we got a puncher's chance. So how? here's my question. Mm-hmm. How is bringing in a different coach? Make this Yo, I mean, they got swept two straight postseasons, right? Uh-huh. Homie wasn't making any adjustments. Did you watch that Raptors-Cavs series? Yeah. Did you see that there was a three, four possessions in a row where Kevin Love posted up C.J. Miles and the Raptors didn't make one adjustment? Mm-hmm. Fam. I feel you, but at the Fam. same time, like... Pack your bags, that, bro. But that wouldn't even have been a topic of conversation if DeMar DeRozan didn't score eight points. Understood. You know what I'm saying? One of the things that I read, they I said... I thought Dwayne Casey did a good job in the Toronto. I agree. He got hired already. He's in Orlando. There you go. He's already hired. Fire. That's weird. You know, it's though. one of those things... Remember when, like, Mark Jackson got fired from the Warriors? Yeah. And they had won, like, 48 games. Yeah. And everyone was like, what the fuck? They're about to be a championship squad. Yeah. And the, the organization said, we just need... This guy is good, but he ain't going to take us all the way. Now, I don't think the Raptors legitimately think they have a championship contender like the Warriors started to believe they did. Yeah. But I think it's under the same kind of premise of just being like, this dude got us only so far, but if we're ever going to take that next step, yeah. but we're going to have to try something else. I almost looked at it as like it, it came off like more harsh than it was in real life. It's harsh. Like it, I don't think it was like, all right, Dwayne Casey, we got to get you the fuck out of here. Right. This shit was horrible. I think it was like, look, we need a different style or voice here because we have the team to do it, and it's just not getting done. Yeah. And you should just go get a job somewhere else and try something different. Totally. So we're going to just switch it up. And they're just yeah. like, all right, cool. They're both just like, it's kind of like a mutual breakup. I think so. <clears throat> That's kind of the way I pictured it, but... I, I mean, didn't. I didn't uh, think of the 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 future contracts mm-hmm. of the Raptors. Like I never think about that stuff, and you always do. That's why I always ask about it because 
I just yeah, like. I mean, I he like also forget. could be like, let's blow it up. Because I'm thinking Dwayne, like, you, well, you don't need to be here for this. If because like I'm just okay. Let's pretend like everyone's contract didn't like exist. Obviously, it's not real. But if I just don't want this team anymore, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I would get Lowry, DeRose, I'll get everyone the fuck out of here because it's like they don't work together. Yeah, you know. But I mean, they were Lowry's locked in. Yeah, they're all amount of years. It's like okay, well, they got a Baca, Valanciunas. I mean, that shit is. It doesn't not work though. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) like you say, it doesn't work, but like they were the one seed. Cool. They're just losing to the best player of all time, and then they have no juice in the playoffs. They're not only losing to LeBron; they're getting fucking annihilated. I understand, but you know, I grew up a Knicks fan, and every year we'd lose to Michael Jordan, and it's like. It's really hard to win in the NBA, and I would like low key. I would like love to get back to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but like, it's so incredibly challenging to win in the league, and it's so even more challenging to win a championship in the league. Right. So if you build the team that can be a one seed, yeah, you get your ass kicked in the second round. That's still good. Oh no no they're, they're you know what I mean but it, you know but you know what I'm saying because like a lot of journalists and a lot of NBA pundits will all I be meant, like blow it up all I meant was no I know what you mean they're not contending they haven't contended for a title yet no you know what I mean like but say LeBron does come to the Lakers okay and they Van Fleet gets better they draft well Patel keeps developing and they have these guys and they win another fifty five. They might. I mean, it's, they it might seems be, plausible, but they yeah. still have to show up, and they never For do. For sure. So, hey, at least they won round one versus the Wizards. Yeah, cool. Because we were like low key thinking it was going to be like that. I was just rooting against them because like, I hate them. Who knows? Maybe the new coach gives them another level of toughness. They don't. They didn't make a hire yet, right? They didn't. No. Okay. Maybe it's Coach Bud. Well, we'll see. I think it's going to be um, either Nick Nurse, who's their assistant, maybe it's or Dr- Stackhouse maybe it's Drake. Maybe it's Drake. That would be the best move. Ron Artest says, or Meta World Peace, says that Drake could be their head coach with the right stuff. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Western. Sure, that, sure, that's how he wants to Monday, invest his time. We get, to, I th- to me personally, the more interesting series. Well, of course. And that's really hard to say because the other series does have LeBron in it. Of course. So we got to we got Well, this is the juiciest of the juicy. This We've been the, waiting all year for this. This is the four, you know, quote unquote best teams. We've left. been waiting all year for this, right? And let's do it, you know. We this got Warriors Rockets. I can't wait because here, here's the deal. Just yeah. for my personal Please, preference. Go for it. I like watching the Celtics and I like to root for them. Yeah. I just wish they had their whole team. Of course. But either way, even if they did or they didn't, I still kind of don't care who wins that series. I I'm would, rooting for LeBron. I think, yeah, I would root for LeBron too. But even if Boston wins, that's like, that's kind of cool that they did it. Yeah, that'd be crazy. You know? Sure. But I am one sided on the West Conference. Yeah. I do not want to see the fucking Warriors anymore. Wow. And I know it's, it's like, I'm probably not going to get what I want, but. I just want to see the Rockets, dude. I just want to see it. This Rockets team is different. It's different than any other D'Antoni team because they're – It's the best one. They have defenders. They can guard. I know that sounds crazy. That series, it's a D'Antoni team. That series is going to get chippy. Real quick. Quickly. Quickly. And I can't PJ wait. PJ Tucker is going to be in Katie's shirt. Dude. And dudes are going to start Draymond chirping. and PJ? I, I maybe two quarters before it's a full on technical foul situation. Double tech, First light, game. light, early. I can't wait. It's gonna be chippy. Woo! The Warriors have been <sighs> the Warriors. The lights out, dude. They're so stealth. It hurts. <laughs> but it's like machine. They do have these spurts where. They're almost like the gifted kid in class who all of a sudden's become a little bored. Yeah. And like the teacher tells the parent, like, honestly, 
we got to figure out how to challenge him a little bit more. Yeah, he, he keeps getting 92s on his test. Yeah, stuff. and it's like I, I saw him staring out the window for like a solid two hours. It's a good comparison. And the Warriors, like low-key, like at the end of that game five versus the Pelicans, right? Yeah. It was like they're up like 20. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it's like five. Yeah. It's like, hey, they're staring out the window again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like, all of a sudden, and it's they like still win. they have four freaking all-stars. And that kid still gets the best grade in the class. And goes to Harvard and starts an app and makes a bazillion dollars by 25. Right? Totally. But, you know, who knows? Cause I, knew th- I knew this kid like that. Yeah. And he just didn't give a fuck. But he just, like, right. he couldn't get a... He got a perfect score in the SATs. Right. And he's like a fucking stoner. Like he's just like Totally. Bro, I don't care about this. It's like so easy. You've met Glenn. I'm like My dude, homie Glenn. Is he like that? He's a lawyer. Yeah. The guy fucking parties harder than anybody <laughs> I know. <laughs> I Glenn, if you're listening, shout out it. to you. I love it. The guy's an aviation lawyer. So Glenn is the I Warriors am. of Yeah, he used to be he'd be at like Fordham Law and be like <laughs> You wanna smoke a blunt? I'm like, What are you doing? You're a lo- you're gonna be a lawyer. Yeah, you have court tomorrow. Yeah, he does it. That's dope. Yeah. Um, some people are born with a fucking gift. Yeah, no. The warriors have that gift. The warriors have like six dudes with that. But you got to be careful, because you can get outworked sometimes. Right. Right. Because they're gonna be that one guy who says. And and let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Houston Rockets are are no slouch. They're no slouch. They got shooters. They got Everybody. the best score in the league. And they also have an incredible style of play. And they have Clint Capella. I don't think it's like the most interesting way to watch a game, the Rockets. I do. They're not my favorite team to watch. They're my because favorite team to watch by a long shot. I don't find it to be that exciting just watch a bunch of dudes gun threes. Oh, like I that. love it. You know what I mean? Like, I just love James Harden. To though. me, watching... The Celtics uh, Sixers series. Yeah, no, I'm with you though. I get where you. like got real like tough and physical and like almost vintage. I get you. Felt a little bit more fresh. The Rockets. I like 46 watching. Forty six percent of their shots are from three. I like watching different teams with those do- two styles, yeah. but for different reasons. But it's only because like I understand both of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of casual basketball fans only like to watch the Rockets and the Warriors and stuff like that because they just like the dunks, the threes, the whole, the fun stuff. Right. But the other stuff, like the more, you know, fundamentally sound basketball, ball movement, uh, that whole thing. It's great. But I, I enjoy both, and I, I don't know. James Harden is just a wizard. The interesting, I think the, the big thing to watch, this game will be at 6 o'clock our time, so 9 o'clock Eastern, Monday. Yep. Quarter number three is going to be the big sign for these games. The Warriors, every third quarter, are just blitzing teams. Yeah. They're currently outscoring teams by 27 points. Jesus. Per 100 possessions in three quarters, in the third quarter. They're just smoking teams. In the third quarter. That's pretty wild. Just, you almost like just have to like, it's like a boxer with a flurry of punches. You think that's. It's like if you could just last that third quarter and keep it close. It's crazy. Do you think that's just a coincidence? I think they just. Or do you think they make an effort to like strategically do that for some reason? Just come out after halftime and just fucking. Annihilate teams? Yeah. I think it's I think it's not a coincidence at all. I think they just have a certain level of That's pretty scary cuz that just means they can kind of pick their spot. For sure. But you know any I mean? team that picks their spot like that Excuse me, there are times where you, and it's rare with them you might not get to it. Right? Right, right, right. right. Rather than be consistent. Yeah. All right, what do you think prediction-wise? We're here. If I'm being realistic, yeah. Warriors in. They're gonna have to do Game Seven in Houston. Yeah, we'll do seven. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Rockets win though, but uh, yeah, I'm rooting for the Rockets too. It's pretty hard for the me. The Warriors to are not a fun team to root for. 
They're not. They're like very villainous. Yeah, I don't like them. But the problem is, I do like them, but I don't. Yeah, I love to hate. You gotta them. respect. I love them. to hate them. You know. Yeah. And I don't even hate them. I just like. I'm just like Jesus Christ, dude. Like rooting against them is hard though, because they yeah. just keep hitting those back breaking threes. Dude, it just stresses like, me out. Yeah, it's just. Every time you think you get a stop, and then Steph just puts one behind his back and yeah, throws it up without looking inside. Like, and you're just like, fuck that. Okay, word. It really knocks the wind out of your sails. Uh, dude. It's really, it's it's hurtful. Yeah, it is. It definitely hurts my feelings. And it doesn't even affect me. So I can't even imagine if I was guarding him. I don't know. I mean. Or if I, I was like a legit, like. Rockets fan, like from Houston or something, it would really hurt me. <laughs> I, it's 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 got to be frustrating. I I think, you know, if you're Chris Paul, this is the moment, man. Hundred percent. I mean, which is another reason why I'm rooting for the Rockets. Chris Paul is the first ballot Hall of Famer, top five point guard of all time, great player, and I'm gonna tell you right now. It comes down to this, bro. You went to Houston. Yeah. You teamed up with Harden. It looked crazy in the beginning. It came together. You guys have been balling because you're both ballers. Yep. Perfect. You and Harden, you've had your discrepancies in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Things haven't always gone the way that, you know, they're supposed to. Right. You you teamed up to beat the Warriors. You did what you're supposed to do. Here you are. You think you're better than Steph Curry. This is the opportunity that you he's want. He's always felt like he's better than Steph. Yep. He's one of those guys that gets on that court and is about to give him the business. Of course. This Chris is, Paul's not scared of shit. This is it. Yeah. This is it. I know. You 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 literally can't ask for a better opportunity. You have You even have home court advantage. You worked all regular season to make sure that happened. Uh, you know, when we gave the Raptors that ultimatum, I'm and not here to give Chris Paul that same ultimatum, but low-key, I kind of am, bro. It's not – I don't think it's as steep. Because I mean, I, LeBron could come to Houston next year, and then it could be really on and popping. Well, I think even if he doesn't, I think the Rockets are legit next yeah. year too. You know what I mean? But Capella's a free agent. He's got to stay there. Nah, he's getting the match. Well, they're going to match. Right? So he's RFA. They they, they got it. They he's getting keep, the max. They got to keep him, bro. He's getting maxed out. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Houston's just going to have to give him the max. Cool. He's worth it at this and point. He's not going to be able to get anybody else. I don't think they need anyone else. They just got to do it. They got Dude, their squad is fucking deep. They're 11 deep. That's what I'm saying. They got scores everywhere. But it comes down to Paul and Harden. Yeah, yeah, no. At the end of the day. This is your best look. You guys are fucking rolling. You got home court advantage. Let's do it. And and that's why I think I think if the Warriors had home court, yeah. it would be pretty tough to say that the Rockets are going to win this. But since they don't, we'll see. That that really as, makes a difference. As a Rockets fan, well, rooting for the Rockets yeah. here. Do you need them to win both these games at home off the bat? No. To me, like low key, the only way that they're gonna win this series is if they win both at home. Really? Yeah. I feel like if they split, I think if they split, their chances. Are way down now. Obviously, this is all like super, just numerical common sense. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like, because you're gonna look at it as they're not gonna beat them in Golden State. I don't, I don't think so. so they're and gonna be down three one. Is what you're saying? They need to protect their home floor, and they don't have a great home crowd. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck. Well, they're just not in Oakland. Exactly. That's the point. They could be playing in fucking El Paso, Tuscaloosa. It doesn't matter. Like, you know. Yeah. Get game one. Off the bat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then it's way Yeah, if they lose game one, I'm going to be fucking nervous. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, if they lose game one, you would figure game two, they come out. They'd have to. Crazy. 
I don't know. We'll see. But man. I think the I think the the key for the Rockets here is is to get up early if you we want to see an upset. Because you don't want to play like you're even with the Warriors, because you're gonna lose. You gotta almost yeah just start swinging early yeah and just connect a few. You got the home court. You need to protect it yeah by any means possible. Go into Oracle up 2-0 because even if you it goes 2-1, 2-2, like just protect home four. This is one of those like classic series yeah. where like every team wins on their home four. Yeah. I just feel like if you lose on your home four in this series, you're done. Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't lose in your home four. Not in this one. I wouldn't do it. That would be my advice. Man, these two series are going to be so crazy. Yeah. I, I'm going to – unfortunately, I think the Warriors are going to win this series. Yeah. But I'm rooting for the Rockets too. I don't like the Warriors. I think KD has a really whack attitude. Yeah. And Steph Curry is incredibly good at shooting a basketball. so good, man. But he's just – like when you're not – when you're not feeling fucker. him, yeah, yeah, he's just like – this little dude he just, just chuck- hits. He just hits a little dance after. It's frustrating. He- I'm like Jesus, dude. Yeah. There's a video of him hitting 18 straight three pointers during shoot around. <laughs> it's like light. It's like light. Why even show me the video? It's light work. Yeah. Why do you even play basketball if you're that good? I don't know. Cause it's fun. By the way, Kyle Kuzma said LeBron is the greatest player of this generation. No question. It's hard to go against Kobe, but LeBron's been in the finals seven straight times. About Ku- to be eight, maybe. Yeah, but Kuzma's got to understand, and he plays for the Lakers, bro. Yeah. Lakers fans are delirious. Totally. Did I tell you the story the other day? I'm outside talking hoops, outside of the gym before they open the gym one day in the morning. I'm talking to these Laker fans. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, LeBron the greatest all time, bro. Don't even at me at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, man. He's like, he's the third. He's like, I will go Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. I'm like, bro, what game are you watching? What game? I know. And I'm like, and he's like, you know that shot he hit to win the game, the floater? Kobe used to do that every night. I'm like, okay. You don't know every anything. night? You don't know anything about basketball, do you? What are you talking about? But yo, Laker fans legitimately. No, nah, nah, they are. They are. They are. They I'm, would, I'm one of the non delusional Laker fans. Shout out to you. Thanks, bro. It, it it took a long time to get here. Speaking of that, I, I had definitely a, used to be like that. Yeah, I know. And it's ridiculous. It is. If you've watched those two guys play, it's obvious that LeBron is the like, better basketball bro, player. Yeah. Kobe's way better than Michael Jordan, bro. No. <laughs> but um what was I gonna say? Oh, I had an Uber driver. He has the most swag though, by anyone. Kobe? Bro, he's like yeah, he's he, fucking, I mean, he's fierce, bro. I had an Uber driver who was like in his forties, uh-huh. and the dude was mad cool. And we started talking NBA, uh-huh. and he was like the first OG I met. He's like, yeah, of course LeBron is the greatest of all time, bro. He's like, and I watched Jordan. He knew like Jordan games from like the nineties, bro. Uh-huh. I wanted to get his name, but shout out to that Uber driver. He was with us. It's very funny because Bill Simmons. Had a podcast the other day with his man House, and they were talking about it too. So it's becoming more and more of a topic of conversation. And a lot of the old heads are still not ready to let go. Yeah. So I'd really like LeBron to get to the finals and win the finals this year. I feel like no one's going to stop talking about this. I I don't think they should. It's fun. Like, ever. If it wasn't a conversation, then it wouldn't be a conversation. Right. You know what I mean? It's dope that we're at this point. Well, LeBron's old now. He's old, but he's still hooping. No, no, totally. But he's, he's probably got like another two, three years at this level. Maybe more. Maybe. Which is nuts. Insane. So we got some good games, man. This is it. Yeah. I can't wait. Now, do they take two days off in between these games? Or so one? the schedule is, I'll give it to you right, I have it right here on my phone. It's actually whack. They take two days off? No, I... It actually takes like four days off. Check it out. Oh. So the first game is Sunday. That's Cavs-Celtics. Yeah. That'll be at 1230 West Coast time. Yeah. And then Monday night is the Warriors-Rockets. Yep. Then Tuesday, 
Cavs, Celtics. Okay. That's at 5.30 West Coast, 8.30 Eastern. Right? Then Wednesday is the next game, Warriors-Rockets. Right. So they get the first two games in. Cool. Right? So after Wednesday, there's not a game till Saturday. Because they travel? So yeah. So they give so, them a whole travel day and then a day off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Tuesday is Cavs-Celtics. Yeah. They play on Saturday. So Wednesday, Thursday, oh Friday, right, so they got three three days. days off, and then Sunday will be Rockets Warriors game three. So yeah, three days off. Okay. So by the time we record our next episode, it'll be game three Rockets Warriors. Yeah, and there'll be yeah three be games three in, games of each three games in. Okay, we'll be into the. Uh-oh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it'll be meaty. We'll be able to make some observations. What do you think? Last thing before we go. What do you think? In seven days, three games, what's one thing? Make one wild thing you think. You, just what, what are you going to say in seven days? Make a prediction. Anything. I'm going to say. Say something. Make a statement. Well, what I would have said, we already touched about it briefly, uh-huh. but I, I think someone actually, I'll go a step further. Yeah, let's go. Someone in the Warriors Rockets uh-huh. series, yeah, is gonna get suspended. Ooh, and it might be Draymond Green. Wow, dope. Maybe not, but that shit's gonna get chippy. And there's going to be a lot of technicals, a lot of flagrants, I think. So, that could happen. Yeah. Three games in, that's enough time for someone. I don't know how many technicals you got to get. Right. But, I don't know. Right. I think, I think, three games in. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something bold right now. Three games in, Rockets are going to be up 2-1. Yeah. And the Cavs are going to be up two one. one. And the Cavs are going to be up two one. Ooh. Wow, <laughs> spicy! I don't even believe myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's funny. I want to be like in just... seven days. Al Horford has been the best player in this series so far. It's possible. You know what I mean? Seven days from now, you never know. Can what you... if Marcus Smart's averaging twenty five? Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Seven days from now. Give me some of the Rockets Warriors. Let me think. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's really a toss up. So we'll see. Here's something. Don't I just hope this doesn't come back, but <laughs> I hope we're not here in seven days and the Warriors are up three out. I know. I I <laughs> don't want to see that at all. <laughs> Chill. Yo, because you gotta think about it too, like the second round, like low key was pretty trash. I mean, it was great basketball because we were basketball nerds. But like, no, the the second round was trash. It was, was a trash. sweep in like three five game series. Yeah, the the second round was trash. We could the first kind, round was amazing. Yeah, we could use like we could use like a classic series now. I need it, man. Otherwise, this shit's gonna be over before June. I know, right? <laughs> For real, it's gonna be like done. So, hey, for real, hey guys, let's get it cracking. But it could it could happen. It could be like Warriors and five cats yeah, chill, and five. Chill, 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 chill. It could. What's really crazy about that Cavs Celtics series? Like you could say it'd be like Cavs and five, but then like could be like Celtics could definitely win that series too. I know. I, I really think I I don't doubt this, the Celtics. I doubt the Rockets. We're gonna go Celtics. Celtics and Rockets both sweep them. Let's get them out. Let's go. Nah, chill. All right. <laughs> Well, we done good. Do we have any like random stuff to say? Just like other NBA stuff? Yeah. No, I mean we touched upon uh the Dwayne Casey Raptor stuff. Right. Um besides that, you know, you know, it's getting quiet right now in the league. Oh, did you did you see that <laughs> did you see that thing that was like it was like a Boston sports thing? Mm-hmm. And it was like when Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Tom Brady came in. And their jersey numbers are eleven and twelve. Oh my god! And Kyrie, Kyrie got hurt. Terry and Rozier Rose can't. So like this basi- Drew Bledsoe Terry Rozier thing is hilarious. Basically, Terry Rozier is like the Tom Brady 
So like he's gonna become yeah, but like, Drew Bledsoe's his man. But so he's about to become yeah. like the greatest Did point guard of all where time. Did you see where Bledsoe wore the scary Terry shirt? Yeah. Then the jersey. Yeah. Took the sweatshirt off during the game. Shit's crazy. It's a bit ridiculous. Also, I want to point out, in the middle of the year, it was actually when we had Joe, Joe my, our, our homie uh, Joe, on the podcast. Yep. Someone did those, did that thing on Twitter. Saying that Terry Rozier was better than Michael Jordan. Yeah. See, it's not it's not so crazy now. It's not. Nah, it is. It's, it's very nuts. But Terry Rozier is a hooper. And Terry Rozier's a hooper. And before it was like he was kind of just a random guy in the Celtics, you know. Terry Rozier is hooping, and he's gonna be he's gonna be an interesting player to watch in this series yeah. because he's gonna have the uh, the George Hills of the world checking him. Yeah, well. So he could cook. Not worried about that. Yeah, he yeah. could. He could still be cooking. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna be most interested to watch Tatum in that series. It's a lot for him in that series. It's a lot. So we'll he's see. getting buckets though, man. I know. I want to see if he continues. He'll keep to do getting that. buckets. They, they, you know what? The Celtics have not been scared of anything. Brown and Tatum have been amazing. Um, Celtics are pretty gangster. Re- they're super gangster. They're, it's a really like two incredibly different teams. Definitely, like young. It's like cool, the oldest cool. team and the youngest team. Just so strange. Is it actually the oldest team? You got to be up there. They definitely got younger with the trade, though. But yeah, oh, yeah true, true. All right, well, uh, we're we're happy happy to do this. Anything else? I think this is the least. Funny podcast. Was it serious? I feel like we were just like on our super analyst shit. Like, oh yeah, maybe. Well, you I know what? It's Saturday night. If I don't. The have... Warriors can uh, continue what they're doing in the th- beginning of the third quarter. Then, blah blah blah. Well, it's Saturday night. Yeah. Usually Sunday, the sun is out. Yeah. We're drinking coffee. Yeah. A little bit different vibe. Right. Saturday night, it's ten thirty. I don't know. We're just way I'm more. a little winded down, I think. Yeah, I'm ready to fucking you know what I mean? go home, have a drink, and go to bed. Yeah. But, I mean. I think we, I don't know. It was a good podcast, though. It's for the Hoopers. If you ask me. It's for the Hoopers. Totally. I mean, people who listen to this podcast, they like basketball. Well, I fucking hope so. Right? Otherwise, y- y'all weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, weird out here, dog. Anything else? Anything nah. music you want to touch on? Uh, I don't think so. No. Is there any new releases that you're into? Sway, Sway Lee. Sway Lee. That's it. With the retweet. Give me a little clout. There you go. How you? How no, you... but that album is fire. Yeah, it is good. Sway Lee's so fire. He's dope. What else? He's a, he's what else? What else came out? Something came out. Something just came out, right? Playboy Cardi. I don't care though. I don't listen to that shit. Um. Wow, I'm bugging. I swear, I swear, something else came out. You saw Cardi B deleted her Instagram? No. She got into an argument with Azalea Banks. And deleted her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Azalea Banks' energy is just. What's good with her? She just she just putting out the worst kind of energy always. She just not positive. Why would you delete your Instagram? Cardi? How many followers do you have? She has millions. I think when you delete your Instagram, you have like 30 days to send it back, to put it back. Well, she better do that. It's not like a full-on delete. Right. You have time. I hope so. That's just a waste of like a platform, you know? Well, people, she was just upset. Because you could just not go on it. Azalea Banks called her out on something or whatever. But you could just not go on it, though. Yeah, I know. You know? But when people are really famous, Instagram is super toxic. It's like scary. One of the reasons I never like posted like my kids and shit was because I was like, fuck you people. Yeah. I don't know you crazy ass people. Yeah, I get that. Like my... F- my fans and friends totally would have been cool, but like, if it wouldn't at this point, it'd be whatever. But you know, at a point where I was like, if I blow up, like famous people that I follow, and it's like they'll post pictures of their kids, and people are like your kids ugly. 
Yeah. It's no. like, fam. That shit, wow. Like, you're a jerk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are nuts, dude. And, like, if you go on, like, Cardi's comments and, like, people's comments, like, people just are so nasty. Totally. Social media is whack for that. But I wouldn't delete my Instagram, though. No, but, you know, I think That's just somebody like people. Cardi, her, her fame is so fresh, and it's just, like, it's got to be really overwhelming. Yeah. Like, she's massively famous, bro. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And, like, yo, she built a brand on social media, but, like, her brand has changed now because she's now a, a real legitimate star. Yeah. Beyond Instagram. So now it's a different kind of crowd. Right. An audience. And I would imagine, like, somebody who has built their brand on Instagram who's, like, Probably reads their comments and their DMs, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. She's attached to it, and it's like a whole new wave mm-hmm. of people who are incredibly negative. Because when you're when you're coming up, yeah, it's when, all when it's you're easy. It's it's all people that like you. It's all it's so easy because they have to go out of your way to follow you. Like for sure, like me right now, I don't get any messages that well, people are like, "Yo, I fucking hope you die" and shit. Right, people don't know me. People do that. People that only people that follow me like me. Cause that's I used only, to get you know stuff like, like that. It's like that shit is. I used to get stuff like that. Shit is crazy. When I was coming up, and like, it would like it would be like a few. Yeah. And it would like affect me. Yeah. I would delete it. I'd be like, try not to think about it, because mm-hmm. somebody would just say something so like out of pocket. Yeah. Like one time, some dude. Just hated my music so much. It was like... <laughs> I don't even get how you could... Pretty dance. much, like, threatened me. Yeah. Like, but, like... I don't even know. It's just some real hater thing. Like... How do you get to a point where you hate... Like, something? with a gun. Like, threat... Like, some, like... Dude how from, do you hate something that much, though? I don't know. I can't even remember exactly what it was, but I just remember being like... Damn. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And it's just like... Imagine actually being famous... Yeah, like, like like Cardi B famous. People are saying some really crazy stuff. Of course. Here, let me look it up and see if it's still deleted. I mean, I guess I get it. It's just she, like well, she was. I mean, she's in her feelings for th- sure. I was gonna say it's got to be. It's more emotional decision because that's like it's millions of people that you can reach it's out and click on a button. If you go to Cardi B's web uh, Instagram right now, it says, sorry, this page isn't available. Shit, crazy. It's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, she'll get it back somehow. Nah, you can get it back for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really it. Donald Glover. Dude, amazing. Incredible, right? (laughs) Yo. 96 million views in one week. You watch Atlanta? That's, I think, what I was meaning to talk about. You watch Atlanta? I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second season yet. Second season's fire. I was kind of waiting for it to like be over mm-hmm. so I can just fucking run through it and not be stressed out of, ah, I got to wait till Thursday. Yeah. You know? I don't I hate that. That's a the bad part of uh, having the privilege of Netflix. Yeah. You get so used to having everything at your fingertips. I know. When you're watching an actual show on a network, you're like, this is so unfair that I have to wait a week for the next, <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. Yeah, now you can knock it out. Yeah. That's kind of I'm doing, kind of what's happening now with me with Billions. I watched like the first three episodes and then I got behind and I was like, ah, you know what, let it finish and I'll just crush them. Yeah. Because it's just like. It's there. Yeah. You know, and it's fire, so just keep but it But Atlanta, Atlanta has just been. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So good. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that video video is amazing. Video is amazing. It's very powerful. He was funny on um, SNL. Very funny. Yeah. Also did a second song that sounded like some Michael Jackson shit. Right. Which is, you know, very cool for me because totally my next album's got that kind of vibe. Totally. Uh, J- your boy John Mayer put out a song. Amazing. You liked it? Amazing. Yeah, that was cool. Produced by No ID. Which was cool. That is so fire. Also, I listened to his uh. Beats one interview. Uh huh. He said he's been doing like just way more writing, like behind the scenes and blah blah blah. Yeah. He's just like, I don't like 
I don't like need to make music like for myself. So when I just like think of an idea, I'm just like, hmm, maybe I'll try to get this person and like blend it with their idea. Oh wow! Just try to facilitate things because he's like, he's like when I first started coming up, I wanted to make music, so like people would like notice me and like like want to like work with me or like validate. Yeah. He's like, I already have that now. Yeah. It's like I don't have anything that I need to like prove. Right. Like you know, like in a humble way, but it's like he's fucking John Mayer. Like what he what he's you know. So he's just like, I, d- I just really want to like help other people and write. So I guess he did some writing on Big Sean's new album. Wow. With James Fauntleroy. Yeah, that would be incredible. If I'm Big Sean. <laughs> yeah. And I got James Fauntleroy and John Mayer with the pen behind me. That's going to be pretty cool. I'm pretty uh, pretty content with that. That would be interesting to hear. When's that coming out? Definitely. This summer? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. So, but he also said he's like I've been writing for a lot of other shit too that I'm just not saying yet. But I guess Big Sean posted a picture of them or some shit, so he's like, I'll say this. Yeah, rappers have always loved John Mayer. He's the goat. It's like such a thing. Yeah. I guess once Dave Chappelle gave him the cosign in like oh eight. That's what I was just gonna say. It's not like John Mayer makes that. Like he has great songs, but it's not like he makes music that like rappers would immediately identify with yeah but it's just it's just his like <laughs> it's like yeah i really love your body it's wonderland it's, bro it's, it's just like shit his, is just super lit it's hard huh? it's like what yeah. i but, definitely look at it that way but i'm not like a typical rapper uh, i'm not a rapper i'm not a rapper bro um nah, I, hear you. I think it's just his like effortless like swag like he's just like yeah he's a cool dude he's just like yeah bro he's got soul playing the guitar but like some of totally. his, his records are just they're almost countryish sometimes or just like very bland, very bland pop. Yeah. But he's got cool records too. He's one of my favorite artists ever. But dudes always loved him. Like I remember Chappelle and then like Quest Love and Quest Love used to have clout. It's like, "No, this dude wants to make voodoo." Yeah. Like he's got he's, right, right. he knows cuts. Like he gets it. Yeah, like, I mean, all right. he's definitely a soulful dude. He's funny. Yeah. He was on Hot Ones being funny. Yeah. I like him. He's, he's cool. Great. I follow him on Instagram. He's great. He's one of the only like 25 people I follow that don't follow me back. So. Hello. John Mayer, you're all right with me. <laughs> I told you my John Mayer story. You did. Great stuff. Yeah. So I didn't hang out with him, but I saw him side stage. I might as well say it now on air. Yeah, let's do it. it. I went to the Zach Brown show a couple of years ago at the Hollywood Bowl. My friend was playing horns for Zach Brown. I got the side stage, and there I was, standing side stage watching the show. It's incredible. Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl, legendary venue. And I just noticed a certain amount of aura all of a sudden <laughs> kind of going in my direction. And I'm like, damn, do I got that kind of swag? Like, and then what's I, happening? What's happening right now? Yeah, and then I turn around, and I see a very tall man with a guitar around his strap to him, or whatever, around his neck. It's John Mayer, and uh, he. I just realized that he's about to go on stage and perform. Yeah. And then he does, and then I watched fifteen thousand women. Yeah. My I fuck John Mayer. Amazing. Am I saying? And then when he gets off stage, every woman back there, just staring at him. And I just my saying. What I always said about that experience was, most dudes spend their lives attempting to get laid right especially if you're a single guy right it's like a thing guys talk about whatever whatever. it's like what can i do to further my chances yeah to you know john some ass today john Mayer has to do the opposite right he has to attempt he has to try to not get laid it's a rough life It's, it's 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 really like only a handful of dudes live that kind of inverse thing. Totally. Like, he literally has to go out of his way to not probably interact with a woman in, like, a way. It's pretty nuts. It's because, you know, like, probably, like, good-looking women probably deal with that on a daily basis, right? Where dudes are always hollering at them. Yeah, definitely. But dudes don't really deal with that. Dudes are usually doing the hollering. It's much more selective. John Mayer. Not, definitely not every girl's like that. No. But there's a lot yeah, of I mean, women that are not. This is a very not, generalized thing but, we're talking about. But there's about. there's a lot of women 
that are just random as shit. Right. But because they look a certain way, that's their life. They can fuck whenever they want. Anytime. Drop of a dime. They a can make dude something will be happen. there. Totally. Yeah. Now, most dudes do not have that ability. Right. They have to court. They have to dress nice. Yeah. Smell good. Open open the car door. All that. What have you. And, you know, to maybe meet somebody, maybe to just whatever. Right. John Mayer lives the inverse. Yeah. John Mayer, it must kind of be difficult for him to meet people. Because, like, every chick just probably wants to jump his bones. On his meat and bones. Yeah. I mean, I saw my own eyes. I was like, I have never seen women yeah. stare at a man like him. Right. I mean, and I got to be honest. I'm a straight dude. John Mayer, you're not a right looking guy. Yeah. It's not like. No, yeah. Totally. Like when I met Zac Efron. Yeah, you were like, oh, shit. I was shit. like, this this dude is pretty. Yeah, totally. Like, I get it. John Mayer's pretty average looking. Yeah, he's just a he just dude. has the swag. It's, He's just got an aura. Just something about him, yeah. I mean, just women were just like, I was like, wow. Like, I know plenty of dudes that look like John Mayer. Right. And none of them are doing what he's doing. Exactly. You know? Totally. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, when I, when Z- the Zac Efron thing, that was another. Bro, that's not even. Like that it. was another experience. Yeah. He literally has a bodyguard. As he should. Because. Otherwise, he will be like every person. He'll take a picture with everybody. It was an after party. Uh huh. Every girl who took a picture with him was just attempting to have a conversation with him. And the bodyguard, like, okay, great, thanks, thanks for talking, because he's too nice. Yeah. I was like so awkward, but we were like standing <laughs> next to each other, so I just turned to him and like, "What's up, man?" Right. It's like, "What's up." He's like really the nicest guy ever. And you're like, listen, Zach. And I'm, I'm like, not trying to make out with you. Yeah, I'm exactly. Just, you know, I'm like, dude. Uh, I was like, cool movie, man. I, I my <laughs> song. I was like, my song was the the first song in the movie. Do something crazy. Yeah, you're the. King. He's like, oh yeah, dude, that's dope. You're the king of that shit. He's like, that's dope, man. Cool movie, man. Yeah, really I, cool. And he's just like, thanks, dude. He's like, that's dope, man. And I'm like, honestly, I never do this, but. You're Zach Efron. Can I get a picture? And he's like, totally. Like, he was, like, so used to it because he's been famous for, like, yeah. 20 years. Yeah, because he was, like, 13 when he was famous. Yeah, and low-key, I pretty much saved him from a conversation with some woman, some yeah. girl who was like, no, seriously, you've met my friend, and da blah, blah, and he's just like, oh. Unreal. And that's his life. Yeah, rough life. I mean... Loki, it is, but it's just. But diff- that's it's why it's celebrities end up with celebrities, because right. eventually people can't you, relate. Yeah, yeah. To their lifestyle, right? Because it's a whole different thing. Because if you come home complaining about that to some girl who works in uh, marketing, she's gonna be like, "Bro, I'll, I don't want to hear about this." And yo, let's just call it like it is. A lot of people are just attracted to fame. That's all it is. I would clout. say 99% of people out there are just groupies. It's clout demons, bro. It's just a li- even if it's just a little bit of groupie in no, you. No, it's even like subconscious, though. It is. You know what I mean? No, it's like, I know that guy from that movie. Oh, I my God. I want to like, talk to him. I got to talk to him. I know that who that is. Yeah. I need a picture. Totally. And it's just like, that's why famous people end up with famous people, because they're like, you go through this nonsense with me. Yeah. And not that it's nonsense, but... Nah, it kind of is, so. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Because, like, you don't know what's genuine anymore. Right? Especially, especially with the internet. You know? It's like, Zach Efron's like, every one of these girls is... My biggest fucking thinks fan. Thinks I'm a hunk. Right. It's like, a But hunk. they don't know my life and who I am. Like, people, you know what I mean? Like, they want to be normal, too. Yeah. I don't know. I know that's random, but... No, it is, though. It's true. Right? It's Ooh. it's got to be really hard to be just like a everyday. They can't. They can't do it at all. I just mean like mentally. Like you can't even think. Just like, like a, what a do you guy. think Drake has to do, bro? I mean, 
Bro, the dude literally at this point, if you want to go to his house, you have to put your cell phone in a bag. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Like, you want to hang out at Drake's house, you have to give up your cell phone. That's the kind of life he's living. I'm about to start doing that here. <laughs> People be like, what? Why? It's like, uh, I'm just trying to be like Drake. So We went really way. We're way out here right <laughs> now. Yeah, it happens. It's cool, though. Yeah, I mean. Good way to wrap this thing up. People may or may not have skipped this part and just said, all right, well, we'll catch you guys next week <laughs> before we did. But, you know, who cares? If you're still listening, appreciate it. Yeah, episode 32 in the books. Slash, my apologies. Let's get out of here. All right. I'll see you all guys next week. See you guys.